hello hello welcome i am your host leo and today on a curious friend we're going to be talking about double standards yep double standards because we've all been affected by them one way or another so the first point of the double standards that we have been affected by is dress code now dress code what i mean is you know when a female wears tank tops or spaghetti strap tops and shorts and crop tops and short skirts and everything or anything of um, anything like that they say it's provocative you know it's provocative the way you're wearing is too revealing and all of that and then you get males who are able to walk in shorts all the time who are able to walk shirtless when they want to because well with them it's just not provocative because females wearing revealing clothing is too much to handle for the male whereas if a male walks around shirtless it's okay you know because women can women don't have desires right women don't have the need to be with a man or whatever the thought is which honestly it is unfair because now we cannot express ourselves through the way we dress without having people breathing down our necks and also feeling unsafe and feeling as if you know we have so many eyes on us because you know our clothes are just too revealing they are too provocative which honestly that that is um it can't be true okay it can't be true but anyway that's what we go through and then you get makeup let's talk about makeup as well um when it comes to makeup you know males are like when males use makeup just like oh that's gay and everything like that like makeup has no gender right makeup has no gender whatsoever there is no makeup products that says for females only or for women only there's no way like that and the fact that um people take away men's masculinity because of wearing makeup is like what and the fact that they basically how do i say this the fact that they think that using certain products or dressing a, a certain way um indicates your sexuality or your gender so to speak it is really it's a taboo because 
there is no such thing you know yeah sure normally we used to females wearing makeup and females having skin keratin is just taking care of them but males also have a skin and they also want to feel beautiful and if makeup is what makes them feel beautiful they should be able to use it without this whole stigma of them being gay or anything of the sorts like you know they also kind of take care of themselves you know take care of themselves because it's also skin and they deserve to be taken care of and being pampered or anything like that right and then let's go to let's move on to um during drunk incidents right when we go to parties and clubs and everything like that right um a few weeks ago my younger brother said something very interesting to me he asked me a question he's like if your boyfriend right if your boyfriend went to a party got drunk and slept with another girl right but the girl was sober is he cheating and obviously i was like yeah that is cheating i mean you know i was like it's obvious it is cheating and then my brother was like okay fine and then if a girl is drunk and sleeps with a guy that's sober is it cheating or is that rape and i was like wow okay that is basically that is rape and i'm like okay you know what now that i think about it i had a double standard mentality at that moment that's when i realized like okay no matter how much we have evolved no matter how we'd like to believe that you know we're getting as equal as possible and everything we still have double standard mentality at times because at that moment i realized that okay level you you have a double standard mentality because those both cases they are rape because one is sober and the other is drunk so both those cases are rape and so with that i was very disappointed in myself like wow we still have double standard mentality like i pride myself in thinking that all people are equal but yet there are moments where you know i do um have double standard mentality because you know we've always been used to such things um it's something that we've grown up with the whole fact that a man cannot be hurt by a woman the same way a man can hurt a woman you know which is a lie because because of this whole stigma of a man is too strong to be hurt by a woman many men 
aren't believed when it comes to when they report crimes um, against them you know because they are men they're supposed to be masculine and they're supposed to be basically indestructible untouchable you know invincible because that's how we were raised that's how everything has been happening right that's that's how everything has been happening if a guy was to be hit by a woman people won't see it as abuse um they'll simply see it as you know what did he do wrong and whatever whatever and they'll be like oh okay this woman is crazy but that is abuse because had the man hit the woman then it's like oh my god i can't believe he laid a hand on a woman and everything like that why are we forgetting that men can also be victims you know they also can be victims they can also be hurt the same way a woman can be hurt and that's where you realize that you know toxic masculinity it is still big no matter how much we would like to think that we have evolved no matter how much we would like to think that you know we're getting equal slowly and everything that is just not happening it is happening but the double standards are still there for example let's look at um Johnny Depp and Amber Heard right from the beginning she was like no one no one from the beginning no one believed Johnny right Amber Heard was like he's the one that's abusing me and everything like that and everyone was quick to believe it because she's a woman and she knew that because they actually look at it she knew that um should have people's empathy or sympathy rather because she's a woman and such cases happen a lot of times um she knew that them believing johnny would be a difficult thing you know and so every time there's an abuse case it's always you know the woman is believed immediately like what she's believed immediately because she is automatically the victim the woman is always automatic she's an automatic victim in such cases forgetting that you know males can also be abused as well and this whole thing where Amber Heard state such things it affected Johnny's career and you could see that it also affected him mentally and emotionally and he was just drained about this whole thing and he just wanted to get out and he he was just you could see that he was hurt that you know 
he wasn't um that people believed that he would do that obviously not everybody believed because most people knew how Johnny is i mean i i when that came out i did, i didn't want to believe it because he's one of my favorite actors so it's like that can't be true you know so i was just refusing to believe it not because i know how Johnny is because you know anybody can just surprise you because as a fan you don't want to see anything like that as a fan you don't want to believe that such things do happen so yes and so this whole automatic victim um we do see that you know every time like this whole automatic victim has given some woman the power to just destroy men's lives because some of them yes they are true some of them not at all because I know a case of a friend um, a friend of mine was accused of rape by another one of my friends and which makes no sense whatsoever because the night of the so-called rape they weren't even together um, we all knew where she was and everything like that and so it affected him um, it affected him so much and he you know cancelled culture on social media he got cancelled his accounts got reported and everything like that and it was just like you know it is heartbreaking the fact that everybody is so quick to believe um, any woman that says I've been raped I've been abused and everything like that and it's some some isn't even true you know and so because of that they get affected the men get affected greatly and no one seems to realize what exactly is happening and it, no one actually wants to and they just never apologize about it that's the thing they never apologetic about it which is really sad honestly because then you realize how much some women in power can actually abuse their power the same way as a man can to um men and it's just it is sad honestly because you get cases where there are males who are sexually harassed at work but nobody believes them because they are male but if a woman was like I'm being sexually harassed she's ultimately like 
okay we're getting this man and everything like that it's very upsetting to say the least you know because there are some instances where if a man wants to touch a woman behind a sexual harassment he's a pervert but if a woman was to touch a man's behind he she sorry then she is just being flirty she is just being painful uh, playful but it's the same case it's still sexual harassment just because the roles are reversed it doesn't mean that it's it, it shouldn't change it's still the same context which means it's still the same and we still struggle to see that at points because it's like you're a man bro a woman shouldn't be able to hurt you you know and also because the reason why male victims also hide these things is because you know toxic masculinity it's like if you're being hurt by a woman then you're weak as hell no no you're not weak okay you're not weak it is unfortunate that this has happened to you but that does not mean you're weak you know being a victim being chosen as a victim doesn't mean they chose you because you're weak they just chose you because they chose you um i don't think that perpetrators um they go into depth into looking into they pray and everything to choose a victim unless of course you know it, um it's under certain motives such as revenge or sabotage or something like that and it's all there is to it and then on that note when we talk about let's, let's talk about emotions right because you know men aren't supposed to cry men aren't supposed to be sensitive you know they must just always put up a stoic face I must always have a strong front but they're human too they also have emotions so they should be able to express them and the fact that you know when boys do certain things they're just like oh boys will be boys no you shouldn't be condoning that you shouldn't be condoning that at, at all and there are instances where you know when a male is too affectionate or anything like that he's deemed um clingy but he is just human and you know he also has emotions and he has the right to express them and then when it comes to females it's a uh, the thing of 
you know, we should always let our emotions control us because we females. We should always think or make decisions by our emotions instead of thinking for ourselves or anything of the sort. And it's like, yes, I have emotions. Yes, there are days where I do let them affect my decisions. But that doesn't mean that I solely am emotions. I have a brain. I am able to think as well. And I don't need my emotions to do so. But people don't seem to um, realize that at all. They don't seem to realize that at all. Because when a woman is not sensitive, then it's just like, you know, then they have any. She is a bitch or she is, um, she's having issues. Just because somebody, someone isn't showing emotions or anything, it doesn't mean that, you know, they'll traumatize that, but to a point where, they'll traumatize during the childhood, to a point where they cannot show emotions. They just don't show emotions. The same way as there are some men who just don't show emotions. It is how it is. And also with the lack of affection. It's like, you know, if a woman doesn't give you any affection, then she doesn't love you. But if a man doesn't give you any affection, he loves you. It's just that he's a man. He doesn't show affection. How's that any fair? Um, we are all human. And... There are going to be similarities, even though we are different genders, you know, and everything like that. And then we move on to relationships, right? Within a relationship, me and I expected to buy gifts and pay dates and, you know, spoil their significant other. You know, always, and the female must always receive all of these, everything. Because that's the way of, that's the way in which he shows affection, right? No, no, it shouldn't be that way. Um, because we all have langu- love languages, right? And so if his love language is to buy you everything and pay for everything, then that's okay, you know, that is love language. But if he isn't, if that's not his love language, he shouldn't be expected to do that without you reciprocating as well, you know. Um, men also deserve to be spoiled, you know, in relationships. Men also deserve to just have this significant other just buy them gifts, you know. And just take them out on a date. Because they're also human. They also want to feel all of that affection that comes with um, your significant other spoiling you. You know, it is how it is. And then when we go to age gaps. 
it's like if a man dates a woman who is like 20 years younger than than him it's less taboo than when a woman dates a guy who is 20 years younger than him it's like when a woman dates a guy who's younger than him it's like um you desperate and everything like that but then when a man does it it's just like you know it's okay he's a man um age gap shouldn't matter unless of course it's underage because yeah now now that's a problem that's a problem if a person is younger than 18 now that's a problem okay then that's when it becomes wrong but if they have age gaps why is it a problem you know it's always like um the woman is so desperate or no man in her age group wanted her that's why she's going for younger um ages uh, no that's not true you know she simply likes younger ages that's how it is it's all about preference um it should it, it doesn't come to circumstance or um conditions or anything of the sort it is simply preference if she prefers having a guy who's younger than her so be it you know why is it it's such a problem when the woman is so much older than the than the guy but it's not a problem for the guy to have an older woman he's actually praised for it he's praised for being with an older woman it's like oh wow you know you're the man you know getting the older woman and stuff like that why is it a problem and then when we look at the man and female, where the, ma- the male is older, the female is similar, is similar, um, deemed a gold digger. You know, she was looking for a sugar daddy. Uh, no, she just prefers older guys. Okay, has nothing to do with being a glucose infant. Has nothing to do with any of that. He just, she just likes older guys, and that's it. That's how, that's all it should end. And it is not anybody's business what anybody else, who anybody else dates. It's their own business. Okay. The only time it should be somebody's business is when it becomes a poly, gaming or poly, polymorous relationship. Alright, let me try get into that now actually. Um with that it's okay for guys to have two wives, three wives, four wives, ten wives if he wants to. But if a female decides to have two husbands, she thinks, Oh wow, you know, she is a hoe. And, you know, she just wants attention or stuff like that. Uh, no. Okay. She just prefers it like that. The same way as a guy would prefer to have two females as his significant others. You know. Does he want attention? No. Is he a man whore? Well, basically it's a whore. 
we can't be changing we can't be genderizing the, the word it's a whole so if a man has more than one significant other is he a hoe because he'd be calling a woman a hoe and then you get women who are sexually liberated right who are sexually liberated who know what they want and you know they're living the bachelorette lifestyle basically you know the whole having multiple partners and just sleeping on whoever they want because that's what they want and then it's like no you know she's a whole she's for the streets but if a guy does that he is praised for it of like oh wow you actually have so many girls okay man congratulations that's good that's good why is it so different you know why is it so different that when a girl does it she has so much she has the stigma of you know she's not wife material and she is not pure she's purely sin and everything like that but if a guy does it he's praised for it if the female is a whole for being sexually liberated shouldn't a guy be a whole as well for being sexually liberated because we're all humans and if we want to we sleep with whoever we want because we want to it's our choices it's our lives you know and everything but then it's like no it's a it's a taboo as well when a woman is very informed especially about her body and what makes her feel good during um, sexual intercourse or sexual activities or actions however you want to put it when a woman knows herself and she speaks about these things and it's like wow you're too forward and everything like that you a lady you shouldn't be talking about things like that then what am I supposed to be talking about talking about recipes like honestly you know it is it is really it's annoying to say the least for lack of better words actually it's annoying because a man can do it but a woman can't why is that why is it it's a problem when we speak about sex and when we speak about knowing ourselves and knowing what we want why is it a problem you know and also because during such during um sexual activities to vaguely describe it when a woman tries to lead a man on and basically you know show him how she likes it they become defensive some of them become defensive of course there are other ones that are that just let go but the majority become defensive like you know i know what i'm doing um i've had women before you so i know i'm doing uh, no you don't okay not all of none of us okay none of us 
are built the same. None of us. I doubt even twins would be turned on or satisfied with the actions that you did on one twin. And they are twins. As in identical twins. Not fraternal twins. Identical twins. As in two zygotes. I mean one zygote into two. I doubt though they will even be pleased with that. Because we are not all feel the same. We are all different. There is no similarities whatsoever. So whatever you did on the previous girl will not will majority of the time would not work on me. It has, I would say, thirty percent chance and this being generous. Okay. Because as you know you know, only about eighteen percent or something like that of women are the only ones that get that orgasm from penetration you know from the end game basically um and what about the okay my mind is stuck you know the 82 (laughs) percent what about the 82 percent of females you know and it's something that most males do not understand that no female is made the same. So just because you are able to give your previous partner a mind-shattering orgasm, it doesn't mean you're going to do the same to your current partner through the same actions as that you did on your previous partner because they are not the same person you know so which is why it is greatly encouraged for anyone not females but everyone you know to touch themselves and just feel or rather experiment what you like and what you don't like And it brings me to um, talking about sex is something that it seems like, you know, if a female does it, if she's very honest about it, just like, wow, okay, you are too forward or anything of the sort. It's just like, no, I'm not too forward. I just know what I want and I would like to be very informed because if anything goes wrong down there if i do something it could cause serious damage like cancer or infidelity is it infidelity well the inability to have children okay so females should be encouraged to touch themselves, to experience and explore themselves because if they don't know what they like, how is the man going to know? He's not going to know. He he doesn't have a vagina and he won't know. So females should be encouraged to touch themselves and it should be encouraged to speak about sex as well. 
because people automatically think that when a female speaks about sex then she's highly sexually active and you know she's all over the place and everything but that's not true you know you just want to be informed and that's fine you know everybody should be informed everybody should be able to be informed right and then when it comes to virginity right a man doesn't have virginity it's no big deal you know but if a female does it all of a sudden her purity is gone um she is damaged she is used goods uh but also males also they have virginity yeah and why is it so different that when a woman loses their virginity it is a big taboo it is basically the worst of the worst but for a man it is celebrated especially when he does it at a very young age it is highly celebrated because now when you look at it when you get into high school for instance majority of the guys you know just like yeah I lost my virginity and everything like that even though they didn't have to lie that they did and then females they have to lie that they didn't because if anybody was to find out that they did they are damaged goods then nobody wants them because you know she's already been touched up but just because I chose to have to have sex before marriage or whatever the case may be does not mean anything it was my choice you know of course I'm um, not including um, cases of rape or anything of the sort um, it's simply those who made the choice to do it whenever they wanted to and also when a female is a virgin it's like oh my god you're a prune you're so innocent and everything like that and when she's not a virgin then she's a hoe she's a bitch she's a slut like can you can you just choose a struggle because this is highly greatly unfair you know that men are celebrated to lose their virginity basically men reaching over the age of 18 with their virginity is the biggest taboo ever but if a female doesn't reach 18 with her virginity it is the biggest taboo ever shouldn't we be under the same microscope because even though I'm the one who gets pregnant um, I didn't get myself pregnant you know so that should be considered and also the fact that you know guys are like yeah well you're the one who's getting pregnant so you should um be the one on the pale and stuff like that like bro it's both our responsibility you know because they are 
males who are like just go on a contraceptive and you won't get pregnant yeah but i couldn't get an std std on sti so contraceptives are both our responsibilities you know because we both aim this together so we should both have contraceptives so if i'm gonna go on the pill then you better bring condoms because you know i did my part so you should also do your part but also at the same time just like you know sometimes males they just fake it bro so you just gotta make sure you know that the condom is on and the condom is good because sometimes you find that they're just gonna use an old ass condom wrapper and it's gonna break and then the protection was pointless so it's always best to just bring your own honestly but you know it shouldn't be the female's um, responsibility to prevent getting pregnant because she's not getting herself pregnant okay she did not she did not go to a fertility clinic or to a sperm bank to get pregnant she did not do that so you better you know help her out you know because it's both your responsibilities both your responsibilities and then as we are on while we're still on relationships and everything of the sort rejection males think that they're the only people that get rejected which is not true okay females also get rejected and no not just by other females also by males okay because people have the stigma of you know if a girl was to ask a guy it's an automatic guess so girls don't understand what rejection is uh be much greatly do we very much do understand what rejection is i mean i got rejected um i mean it was fifth grade but still i got rejected <laughs> you know i had a crush on this guy and i was like you know what i am going to ask him myself you know i'm not gonna wait for him to ask me i'm gonna ask him myself and i did you know because i wanted to it was my choice i did and he rejected me he straight up told me that i'm not his type <laughs> like who the fuck knows about types in grade five like we were we were 11 yes we were 11 years old who the hell knows about types at the age of 11 you know but it doesn't matter <laughs> you know i still laugh about it every now and then because i was just like wow i was very forward for my generation and also because it's a libya and this it was a libya and there was this thing of um when it's a libya the females do the asking and everything i'm just like okay no i was leading by example to my friends you know because we did we spoke about it the whole um when it's a libya the females are the ones that do the asking and i'm like okay sure i'll lead by example and I did 
not that any of them asked anyone but i did and i got rejected that was my first ever rejection i don't think i asked any other guy um because i was just like yeah i know i was not ready for another rejection <laughs> i'm talking about that year um but later on I've never asked a guy out. I have tried asking girls out though. And uh, they never took me seriously. They always thought I was joking. Which is really unfortunate, you know. Because every time I try to hit on a girl, they always think I'm joking. They think I'm being playful. And so I have been rejected by many, many girls. <laughs> I have been rejected by them. So yes, my dear male companions. I don't think I should say companions. But my dear male listeners, yes, females also get rejected. Okay, and not only by females, they also get rejected by males. Just saying. And also, um, something that happened previously was that in my younger sister she had an incident where a guy tried to hit on her in her dms obviously because covid social distancing you know but somebody tried to hit on her in her dms and she rejected him because she doesn't want him and he went on a rant and he was just you know, I'm doing you a favor and whatnot, whatnot. She didn't ask for the favor. She didn't ask for the favor. And everything like that. And it was, like, honestly, I was like, wow, this is really unbelievable. Just because they reject you, accept the rejection and move on, okay? Stop acting so childish and throwing a tantrum just because you got rejected take the rejection and move on like any other person that got rejected you take it you accept it you move on okay there are seven billion people in the world i am sure you'll find somebody that wants you you know but he was just not having it and he went off on my sister and i was just like bro please calm down like calm down literally calm down why do you have to go just because you got rejected I swear males act like they're the only people that get rejected no you are not females also get rejected okay it's just that the reason why it doesn't seem so is because we take it and move on we don't throw tantrums about it you know but then yeah of course, my sister put him in her in his place because she she don't take stuff like that. She don't take shit, you know. Because that's how we were raised. So stand up for yourself and don't take people's bullshit. So yeah. And then on the note of social media, with them DMs and everything, let's talk about our feeds and what we post you know 
a man posts a shirtless picture. Oh wow, you look so good. A female posts a bikini picture. She is so loose. What, what, what? I was like, bro, why is it I can't have similar compliments to the guy? We basically posted the same thing. Technically, his is worse because he's shirtless. You know? Um, but then, yeah. Those standards are something that still go on greatly so. Got whatever with females, so it's deemed social media for them is a place to drag people, right? But for males, they only share memes. What that's not true, okay? I literally share memes. There are females who share memes, and there are males who drag people on the internet. It happens. You know, it's the internet. It's how it is. And everything. And it's like, first of all, this is my account. And if you have a problem, you can unfollow, unsubscribe, um, the, uh, unfriend, all of that. And stop checking up on me and seeing what I'm doing. You know? And everything like that. And then our last point of today's very long episode. I have a feeling this is going to be our longest episode, but that makes us not. Today's final topic, subtopic of double standards is family treatment. Yes, family treatment. What I mean by family treatment is the way our families treat us anything like that and so you know when the females in my family let me let let's let, let me look at my family to be specific when the females in my family don't eat a lot we are um assumed they automatically assume that you know we are in the relationship and we are on a diet for our significant other, which is a boyfriend. Um, yes, it is the most annoying thing because, especially when I go to my grandmother's house, the thing is, I just don't have a big appetite. So I don't eat a lot because I don't have a big appetite. But they don't seem to accept that you know i've been eating small portions for the longest time and they just don't seem to accept it and every time i get a small portion i mean yes they are like my younger siblings well in english they're my cousins but in my culture they're my siblings my younger siblings would have bigger portions compared to me and they're younger than me. So it's like, why are they eating more than you? I just don't eat a lot. That's all there is. But they don't seem to understand that. And so every time they're just like, why are you on a diet? And 
who is this boyfriend of yours and what not i'm like i don't have a boyfriend first of all and second of all i just don't eat a lot you guys know that i don't eat a lot i've been eating small portions all my life and now you um this if i'm not mistaken this started around the age of 14 i think when they started um mentioning my taxi driver boyfriend i don't know why they chose a taxi driver but taxi driver boyfriend and i was like um i've been eating small portions all my life so i don't know why you keep on saying that i'm on a diet i'm not on a diet i just eat small portion i just don't have a big appetite that's all there is to it and then we look at curfew right when it comes to curfew basically the boys in my family basically don't have a curfew actually they they don't have a curfew um they basically just stay out as long as they want obviously there are moments where our parents are like okay you guys need to come home and whatever to my brothers but still stay out as long as they want and then if i go out and i go out for a very long time when i come back i get a third degree of a lecture and i'm probably even gonna get punished for being out for so long and all of this is simply because our country is not safe especially for black females you know and so the fear that one of us could be taken at any moment it is always present when it comes to our parents and so they are hard on us when they are harder on us when it comes to going out and everything like that because i have compared scenarios where i was like you know i want to go to a friend's house my parents gave me a third degree like why are you going to a friend's house? And they start telling me about how in our culture you only sleep at your intimate family's homes and you don't sleep at other people's homes and everything like that. But when my brother asked, he's just like, yeah, no, have your parents call us. It's like, bro, what? At that time, he is younger than me, um, my younger brother. He, you know. And then, of course, there were moments I'm just like, you know, this is so unfair. But then, I do understand it, you know, because basically, we are basically we are the um how do I say this? The main targets of everything. And also with chores, you know, my mom likes to say, um, everybody does the work in this house. It doesn't matter if you're a man or you're a woman, you're going to do all the chores in this house, you know, because you have hands. That's how it is. But, you know, there are moments when my mom is literally just like, you know, Level you should cook. Lehucho, you should cook. And you should wash the dishes and everything. Just like, okay, but 
it's our younger brother's turn. Why doesn't he do it? They was like, no, you know. And she'll be like, no, you know, he doesn't know how to wash my pots properly and everything like that. Like, yeah, but he'll never learn because you let him, you know. And it was just always like that. It's always been like that. I mean, my sisters and I, we started learning how to cook, I think, at the age of 13, 14. My brother is 17 now. He's going to turn 17. He doesn't know how to cook. I mean, he does, but he only knows how to cook simple stuff like eggs and tin fish. And that's it, you know. But we had to learn how to cook from a very young age. And we've been cooking ever since and washing the dishes from a very young age as well. I think we start washing dishes around the age of 12. And my brother only started washing seriously at the age of 15. And it's just like, that was standards, bro. Gender, that was standards. And no matter how much my mom claims that, you know, she is fair gender-wise, it, it, it's not fair gender-wise. And also because he's also the last born in the family, so it makes it even worse. He's the only boy and he's the last born. It makes it very worse. So obviously, he is going to be the mama's boy. But anyway, uh, today's recommendation. I recommend that you watch Sex Education. Just watch Sex Education on Netflix. And Big Mouth, I think. That's a good one as well to watch. Those are today's recommendation. And that is the end of our episode today. Um, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Leo, signing off on a curious rant. Bye.